Hey there, Stony Balonies and Baked Alaskas. And welcome to Midnight Snack. And now, for something completely different. Midnight Snack! Midnight Snack! Midnight Snack! Midnight Snack! Hey there, babies! It's been a while since we've talked to you guys, and we've been a bit inconsistent. And uh, there's a simple explanation for that, and it's called mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough few weeks. Yes, Moon and I um, have a variety of mental illnesses, and they like to flare up. And, you know, just like we encourage you all to do, we have to walk the walk that we talk, right? Most definitely. You know, we we have to do a thing called self-care, self-preservation. And we fucking love doing this podcast. And it is the last thing we want to get burned out in our lives. And so because of that, we sometimes have to be a little inconsistent. But we are really excited because we are spooky people. (laughs) You guys should have seen the look Moon gave me before uh, doing that nice little... uh, what is it like haunted music superstitious music yes i love it he gave me like a yeah check this shit out (laughs) this has been on the back burner we are spooky people spoopy (laughs) and uh we are so excited to kind of be diving into some more spooky topics you know last time we had moon give us the murder of michigan the murder of michigan the murder of tara lynn grant yeah and this week, we are diving into the supernatural. Because it is getting close <laughs> to Halloween. It is getting close to Halloween. But honestly, like we said in our last uh, podcast, we're a charcuterie board, a charcuterie board of podcast uh, ideas. A coochie coochie board. Exactly. We are we are ADHD incarnate. Um, this podcast is whatever the fuck we want it to be. Just like a snack. I don't know what that AD is, but I got 80 of them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> dad jokes another fun fact about this current episode is we are not going to edit it so you guys are live in person with us you're going to experience all the shit um we really don't do a lot of editing but we thought let's raw dog these bitches (laughs) raw dog it (laughs) so moon are you ready for me to take you on a journey oh hit me hit me hard so full disclaimer this story, I am going to sprinkle in some facts that I got off of websites, but then I'm also going to share my own personal experience. Ooh, spooky. So this has a dash of spice. And today our topic is on the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Old hotel? Very. So the Driscoll Hotel... Um, I did all this research, but I did not research what street it's on. So (laughs) (laughs) the simplest of Google, but um, you guys can do that shit on your own. Whatever. Google maps. It is in Austin, Texas. It's in downtown Austin, Texas. Uh, It's a very old hotel. I know it is somewhat near sixth street, but I guess everything downtown is somewhat near sixth street. Right. But um, I ended up going to this hotel as well. And um, I didn't know a lot of the history 
whenever I had my experience at this hotel, I did not stay overnight. Um, I just met my family member at their restaurant, which they have like a... It's on Brazo Street. Brazo Street. There we go. Thank you, Google. Um, but Is yeah. that what we're calling me now? Google? Yes. <laughs> you are Google. Hello, Google. <laughs> hey, Google. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Um. Anyway. <laughs> See, this is unfiltered <laughs> that you guys get to experience. Uh, but anyway, so this Driscoll, Driscoll Hotel, let me tell you a little bit about it. So the hotel was built in 1886. So that's how long the hotel has been in that location. 140-ish years ago. Yeah, which to be honest with you, I kind of thought it was going to be older. Um, so I was kind of shocked that it was only 1886. <laughs> like, oh, only 1886. As if that was like in my lifetime at all. But, you know, I just... When you think of haunted locations, uh, especially in the United States, there are so many that are over 200 years old. So this is kind of a more modern one, so to speak. There's a lot of people out here that have stayed in this hotel, you know, all the way back in like 20s and 30s that are still alive. So it's kind of cool, you know. They're barely alive. <laughs> They're barely breathing. <laughs> They're about to be part of this hotel forever. We almost saw the Titanic sink, but we're too young. <laughs> so the hotel was commissioned by a man named Jesse Driscoll, who, of course, named the hotel after himself. The Driscoll, Driscoll Hotel. Exactly. Um, Jesse was a bad man. From everything I read, he was just really cocky, all about material goods, Um I almost think of a less endearing um, Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. But think of him as Texas version. So he was the cattle man. Oh, good God. He was a, he was a cattle guy. He wasn't a rancher because he didn't like actually do this. He was a cattle baron. So he traded oh, the cattle. Oh, he was that guy with the white stash. Exactly. The white mustache. Yeah. The white, the white stash. <laughs> it's the white stash from all the cocaine. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, no, but he's an asshole. Every encounter, um, every article that I read across the board, like people did not like him, but they they respected his power and his material goods. And mm-hmm. this man was extremely wealthy. Well, all of his money was blood money. He Isn't most of it blood money? Yes, especially in the South. Let's be real. And he had a lot of racist roots. Are we surprised? No. no. Um, and part of that is he sold a lot of his cattle to the Confederate army and, um, often provided supplies to them. Okay. During them the to Civil win. War. Yeah. During the civil war. <clears throat> so this is how he got all his money. He started realizing, you know, and he was doing a lot of like under the table type of things. He was also a gambler. Um, he was doing a, a he had his hands in a lot of things. And so the reason he made the Driscoll was to have basically infinite amount of money. He didn't have to rely so heavily on his cattle. And also so he had another place to kind of launder his money, essentially, where people weren't going to question it too much. <laughs> and he could kind of go off with his affairs without people questioning his motives either because he'd always have a place to meet. Okay. So there's not too much about <clears throat> the actual construction of the hotel or any like you know, scandalous things necessarily. The hotel really in itself was just funded, like I said, solely on blood money. It was not 
good money. It was not uh, a clean place to begin with, essentially. Um, but it became one of the most popular hotels in Austin. Oh, okay. And it provided an escape, a luxury that wasn't was kind of up and coming from that point on. Before that, you know, you have more like motels. So it was kind of one of the first of its kind. And not related in any way, the prostitute uh, business went up tenfold when the hotel opened up. <laughs> sex work. Oh, sex work, sorry. <laughs> Correction. The sex work uh, went up tenfold. Do you, did you look that up or are you just no, guessing? No, I just guessed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it makes sense. It's 6th Street adjacent. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> this is Brazos Street. <laughs> um, so there is also, you know, obviously not proof but a lot of people had the rumor that jesse sold his soul for his fortune Ooh, that yeah he made a deal he, with the devil he went down to the crossroads <laughs> exactly just because he never really had any financial trouble for, uh -huh. well at this point and he was just mr big spender an asshole and all he cared about was money so he didn't care who he sold his cow to he didn't care about you know, any really moral grounds. He was racist, okay. sexist. So he'd sell to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west, whoever. But yeah, he was he was out for himself. He didn't okay. give a shit. So the hotel, like I said, has been deemed one of the ha most haunted hotels in Texas. And let me kind of, um, so that's kind of the backstory. So it really doesn't have this crazy, unique backstory. Um, it's pretty average. Right. But if you go into the rich school, racist telling oil tycoon sold exactly. a soul to the devil and sex workers when I had a place to stay. It, yeah, okay. but it wasn't one of those places unless they were upscale like escorts. It was more um, that's where the senators would go. That's where. Oh, well, you know, there are sex workers. At. Well, I said the higher <laughs> scale, like you're not going to they might be disguised as girlfriends. Yeah, there. exactly. So um, as I kind of touched on before. This hotel is, it's very luxurious. There's art all over the place. Um, grand chandeliers, lots of staircases, lots of staircases. <laughs> um, one of like a Michelin rated restaurant is in there. Oh, wow. A very famous bar is in there. Today. Today. Okay. This is the hotel now and back then. So it is an attraction for a lot of people and it's gotten millions of people coming in and out of it. So, and it's, it's known for its encounters and it's a very strong paranormal presence. And so here are some of the characters that have been seen throughout the hotel. So the first one is the cowboy is what they deem this person. And everyone says it's Jesse Driscoll, the cowboy. Okay. So, so they've seen the apparition of... Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to get into it. So that's like the main haunter of this place. And he's been seen um, in one of the main rooms that faces the Brazos, which is like a presidential suite. Um, he's also been seen in... It's a banquet hall now, but it was previously the gambling room. And like I said, he was a gambler. And at one point, he had actually gambled off the deed to ho the hotel. Ah. Oh, no shit. <laughs> and so, so many, and he lost it. So, and it was kind of ah. towards the end of his life. Oh, shit. So, so many people say that 
him losing the deed was him losing his soul eternally to the hotel. Oh, did he die right after? He didn't die right after, but he lost pretty much everything <sighs> in his own hotel. Oh, shit. But they let him keep living there. Right. So he basically stayed there until he died. So he lost his fortune and everything? Yes. <sighs> he did sell his soul to the devil. That's what they say. So there's been a lot of recounts of that poker room, that gambling room, because at the time poker was pretty much the only thing you could do, like poker and other card games. Right. And they say that there's a leather recliner in there and then he sits down and you see the flame of his cigar light up and then you get a cloud of smoke uh-huh. and the room smells like cigars. cigars. Oh, and wow. when he lights up, you see his face. Oh shit. So I have a story about this. <laughs> Personal story. Personal story. Ooh. So like I said, I visited the Driscoll. This was back in uh, 2015 and we were staying there, or not staying there, but we went there um, to see my aunt. And I didn't know any of this backstory. I did not know it was the most haunted. I used to live in Austin. But, you know, it, it was a, it's a very fancy hotel. So I literally had, like, no fucking money to be there. But my aunt is rich, right? She's going to buy her food. So we go there. And my aunt, she's not really a superstitious person, actually. Um, so she was just, like, she was, like, let me, let's take a tour of this hotel, and well, you know i'll show you like what these rooms were because she kind of knew the history and we went to this poker room <laughs> that very i'm describing nice. very cool which is now a banquet room and okay. the way it's set up is um probably what you're already all imagining like very ornate carpeting um there were giant mirrors on all the walls that basically took up the whole wall so you basically saw mirrors like facing everything oh wow in this place and then there's this giant boardroom table that um was solid oak wood with a bunch of chairs around it and then in the corner where these huge windows were that's facing the street they had blinds or not blinds um curtains big curtains like the old school's curtains fully closed and there's a recliner in front of the, one of the windows uh-huh and it's a big leather recliner. And when I was there, I opened up that room and it was pitch black. Oh. And I was like, okay. And the other rooms had lights on. And that was the only one that was pitch black. And I opened now it why, up. Why did you go into that room? I felt drawn. Really? Why was it black? Did they just didn't have the lights on? They didn't have the lights on. Okay. And I opened up the door and I see the red circle oh shit and i saw this man sitting there and i did see the cigarette or the cigar smoke wow and i oh i'm getting like full body chills <laughs> and i remember being like hello hello what are you doing here and then um my aunt and my partner at the time they were a little bit further down and they're like hey we're over here Oh, and I shit. just, I never told them about it because I felt crazy. And so when I was reading this and they were recounting these stories, uh -huh. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this has happened to me. And it was so scary. And that's not the only thing that happened to us. Okay. And we were only there for dinner. So this is, you know, we weren't even staying there. Wow. Yes. So that's our first uh, character that you can see. And, um... Basically, everyone says that they have seen him there. 
Uh, he's but he's only in those locations usually uh-huh. or people um, will complain about it still smelling like people smoke in the hotel. Oh, wow. So the next one, the next character is the bride, the bride. <laughs> and I feel like there's a bride like there's a bride theme. You know, every every hotel has to have a bride. Yes. So the, the story is tale as old as time. This woman had booked the Driscoll for her honeymoon. And her husband, or would have been husband, left her at the altar. Oh, shit. And instead of, you know, going back home, she decided to take her honeymoon still, just by herself. And this was as early as the 90s that this happened. So this isn't that long ago, in the 1990s. It is said that the hotel or she, the hotel had her um, ex's credit card information. And then apparently she did as well. Oh, so this wasn't not too long ago. No, this was in the 1990s. Okay. And so the, um, the staff report that on the first day she spent over $40,000. Oh shit. On designer things. Sorry, I'm boring you. No, it's been a long day. (laughs) You're just choking on a ghost dick. It's been a long day. It's been a long couple days. You're not boring me by any means, please. So she spends over $40,000 on designer things, designer clothes. And staff just remembered like bringing, she would just kept using the elevator and bringing up these bags of clothes and crying the whole time. Oh, wow. Then I said that the second day that she's staying at the Driscoll, she ordered everything off of the menu. Oh, shit. <laughs> and had it sent to her room. And then the third day, they found her dead because she shot herself in the head. <gasps> oh, shit. Over her pile of clothes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she died tragically in the hotel. Obviously, she took her own life. And they say that at night, especially on the fourth floor, which is where they said that she stayed, um, the elevator doors will open and close and they'll see a woman going back and forth down the hall with bags in her hand crying. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Or do they have security cameras? I imagine they do. Yeah. And they'll see like the elevator will act up. And it will just get stuck on that floor and open and close. Oh, shit. Yes. And let's see. I did not see her. But it sounds like, you know, she's very, she's stuck very specifically in like one location. And since we didn't stay there, you know, we never really encountered that location. So the third character that you can see at the Driscoll is a child. Oh, shit. So I had mentioned every hotel's got to have a creepy right? child. It's got to have a creepy child, which you know, in in paranormal investigation, um, in literature and lore, um, sometimes people will say that children are actually demons. Demons will disguise themselves as the innocent ones. Right. I don't know about you, but um, when I think of a child alone staring at me, I'm not like, oh, innocent baby, let me help it. I'm like, get the no, fuck yes, out no, of here. Yeah, right. So uh, they got to choose a different disguise. Like they need to be like a cat. Like a cat, I would literally just like a die for a cat <laughs> I've never met before. A kid, I'd be like, go to your fucking parents and get the fuck out of my hotel room. <laughs> Like, this ain't working. And the giggling, 
No. No. So anyway, rumor has it that um, during one of the first few years uh, of the Driscoll, there was a child who was running around and playing with a ball. And remember how I mentioned there's a lot of stairs. Oh, shit. Yeah, the kid ball bounced. went boop, boop, boop. And, and the kid went, went boop, 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 boop. <laughs> down the stairs, broke his neck and died. Oh, shit. So it's rumored that when you are at the grand staircase, that at night you can hear the sound of a bouncy ball. Oh, damn. Yeah. I did not witness that. Right. Um, But it is reported by several people. And when I reported, because actually several instances happened at the Driscoll, when we reported it to the staff there, they had actually thought that we had heard the bouncy ball. Oh, so shit. they had even said it's that common. So I was not surprised to hear that. <laughs> There's also a um, haunted painting. So I found this story about haunted painting, but my experience at the Driscoll actually also... Um, One of my stories is about a painting. Okay. So this painting in particular is supposedly on the fifth floor, but I remember seeing it. So maybe it's on the fifth floor now and wasn't prior, but it is a painting of U.S. Senator Temple Lee Houston's daughter holding a bouquet of flowers. And it was uh, gifted to the hotel after his daughter tragically died there. Nice. Yeah. She, she drowned. So <laughs> she, here's so, an everlasting haunted picture for my daughter. Right, like this is a memorial of her. And if you look it up, like, Ooh, chilling. So I remember this painting and, um, I, it was not on the fifth floor when I was there and we took a picture of it because all three of us were like this picture or this painting is giving us really weird energy. And it's Oh, that is a creepy yeah, picture. It's creepy. It's really, really creepy. And you you can see that Ooh. there's like a spirit trapped in it almost. Like when you're looking at it, honestly. Oh my. Yeah, stop staring at it. It's creepy. It's creepy. And so we all felt that way. And it even says like uh in several people's accounts the that eyes. Yes, it's the eyes. <laughs> so many people say that when they're looking at it, they feel like somebody is right behind them, breathing on them. Wow. We felt, we all felt that. And then we took a picture of this painting and you could see just a bright orb next to it. Oh, wow. Um, but yes, so it's a very creepy painting. I don't know if his daughter's soul is trapped in it, but it seems like it's very like American horror story where they die and they get stuck there. Right. Uh, now the next one is a little bit upbeat and um, it's actually <laughs> <laughs> the last character is a famous character. Okay. So actually, um, Lyndon B. Johnson, our former president, LBJ, actually met his wife Lady at Bird. the Driscoll. Really? Yes. They met at the bar and that's where they had their first date was at the, the famous yeah, bar. Yeah, Johnson was quite the drinker. <laughs> He liked to drink. <laughs> well, they they were so in love with the Driscoll. It became a very notorious spot for LBJ and Lady Bird. And um, they say that sometimes you look in the mirror and you'll see them. And oh, they wow. usually show up for the final call. 
Oh, for last call. For last call. Yeah. But he would, he even had very important meetings there. Um, when he, when he found out he uh, won his presidency, he had a party there. They were watching the countdown there. So, okay. He has a very strong history there. And so many people think that they're actually coming back for like fond memories. Um, regardless, people do see him. So one of my most notable experience, because I told you about how I saw the cowboy now, yes, right? Yeah. But what we all encountered, so at the Driscoll, the, the lobby um, is probably like three stories high, basically. Okay. Um, it's huge. And like I said, there's a lot of paintings. And so I was surprised, not really that surprised, but kind of surprised to hear about the painting with the little girl. But there's another famous painting there and it shows like a battle scene and it's one of like the biggest paintings on display there. Okay. And myself, my aunt and my partner, we were all standing in front of this painting and all three of us heard a string quartet playing music, playing music. And so much so that we were like, that was beautiful. That music was beautiful. And so we wanted to know where the music was playing because we were like, oh, if there's live music, maybe we'll grab a drink and watch the music. So we asked the lobby person, we're like, hey, where's the string quartet playing? And they said, we don't have a string quartet playing tonight. Oh, sure. (laughs) but every time we went by that painting we kept hearing it oh wow and so it did not stop (laughs) and we even brought the attendant and they were like what the fuck and no one was playing music it's not really one of those places so yeah and it was like all the way up there on like the the top of the the staircase and um so yeah we had a very eventful wow time there you know i saw the cowboy i experienced the painting with the little girl and that orb that showed up in the painting um and then yeah the four string quartet i mean yeah you just heard it constantly and even my aunt who was very skeptical was like i i guess we're hearing a ghostly melody or something but with the driscoll you feel the essence right all around you it's it's one of those spots where the, the air is super dense. Okay. Um, and you walk through the room and I can see why people say that there's cigar smoke because it's almost like there's just a smoke, like the smoky filter over everything. It's a fucking cool place. Right. The food was incredible. <laughs> I bet. Um, the drinks were great. So definitely 10 out of 10 recommend, but know that you might be joined by some, some characters. (laughs) (laughs) I think the cowboy would be the least one to freak me out. It was pretty scary to like see a man in a chair smoking at me Yeah, and he's got bad energy. He had dark energy. Yeah, but he's harmless. He's just stuck in that chair. I don't know if he's harmless. Seems like a ringleader of all the lost souls of the hotel. Oh, do 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 do. He's collecting people. Do 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 do. One soul at a time. One soul at a time. <laughs> One joint at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One toke over the line. Scooby dooby doo. Scooby dooby doo. 
Oh, well, I hope you guys liked um, this little ghost ghosty chat. I enjoyed it very much. Learned something new about a place I knew nothing about. Yes, and uh, more insight onto the creepy paranormal that uh, follows me. All right, guys. Well, that was uh, a good one, and <laughs> we're gonna bring some more of those. You know, hopefully. Yeah, we're hoping to. We're gonna sit down, kind of plot out our October time frame kind of see what we want to do um you know if you ever feel called to be a guest with us or you want to inquire about being a guest with us a pod guest you know go on down to our instagram dm us the worst that could happen is us saying no to you but we do have the capability of doing phone calls as well so it's not intimidating not at all No, no, we we are professionally done, but in an unprofessional manner. Yeah, I was going to say, by no means are we professionals. (laughs) No, we're not. (laughs) We're just two bros hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, remember, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time, bitches. Oh yeah.